Welcome to the MedEvidence Podcast, hosted by Dr. Michael Corrin and Michelle McCormick. MedEvidence, where we help you navigate the real truth behind medical research with both a clinical and research perspective. In this podcast, we'll have discussions with physicians that have extensive experience in patient care and research. How do you know that something works? In medicine, we conduct clinical trials to see if things work. Now, let's get the truth behind the data. Welcome to MedEvidence, powered by Encore Research Group. Go to EncoreDocs.com. It's my pleasure this morning to be with Adrian Roda, who's a nurse practitioner, uh, works in a neuro ICU, and does a lot of work with us in the research realm. And um, we're excited to have you today. We've had Thank a you. fabulous conversation today. And in our last segment, we got into this concept of outreach and how to be most effective. And, and you left everybody with the cliffhanger of JCCR, yes, which uh, stands for Jacksonville Center for Clinical Research. And uh, thank you for that. That was a plug. That's uh, the organization <laughs> that I run day to day. And the other part of it is that it's been a very creative organization. And our latest effort to do outreach is something called the Ambassador Program. Mm -hmm. And you're one of our ambassadors. I am. Which is pretty cool. And so we want to tell people a little bit more about what that means. And, and, and I'll just start by saying in a general sense, the concept of, a, of an ambassador is to take people in the healthcare world who have exposures to different part of that world mm -hmm. and then communicate with colleagues and potential patients and others about what you do and what the value proposition is for different people, either providers or patients. Correct. So tell us a little bit about that, about your experience, and let's dig in. So um, being in a neuro ICU, we also respond to a lot of uh, anyone in the hospital we think is having a stroke or stroke-like symptoms. Um, and so I also work with a neurologist. And so, you know, JCCR is involved in, you know, lipid studies, um, involved in, you know, plaques for amyloid and uh, Alzheimer's disease. And so I am kind of in direct contact with those patients and those providers, whether it's nurses, physicians, or advanced practice providers. So it's a good way for me to kind of plug in research. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so basically you would be a paid lecturer to mm -hmm. talk about what you know about research, talk about why patients might be interested in it. Mm -hmm. In fact, um, if you if you are speaking to patients as part of this, you might dig into their situations a little bit mm -hmm. and actually figure out why this type of program would be better for them or that type of program would be better for them. Right. Yeah. You know, like it could be as simple as somebody darn, you know, it's been a rough year. I wish I had another 500 bucks in my pocket for Christmas right. to buy some presents. And you can say, Hey, you know, you can do a vaccine yeah. study and we can take care of that for you. Mm -hmm. And also help society at the same time. Exactly. So that would be an example or, you know, the example would be, um, you know, Hey, I forgot my keys. Um, I must be getting Alzheimer's mm -hmm. and you can say, well, I don't know if you're joking, but we, I actually work in an organization where we actually look at that. Right. Are you interested in jumping in? Right. And so these are all, uh, uh, possible openings and, mm -hmm. and the value proposition of the patients. But let's talk a little bit about from the standpoint of the healthcare provider. Mm -hmm. So what would you tell other nurse practitioners or nurses or even physicians why there's a value to getting involved in research? You know, being involved over the last three months in JCCR, a lot of the medications that they've studied, you know, we're giving our patients and it's helping them. We're seeing 
you know, less strokes, you know, keeping stents patent that are in the carotids um, because of the medication. So I'm seeing a direct correlation with the job that I'm doing now, and it correlates with my hospital job. I'm seeing the direct effects of the research that we're doing and how it helps patients. Mm. And, you know, the more research we do, the more it can help society and the, you know, our patients, you know, better quality of life or, you know, lessening of a disease process. So I think it's very important to be involved in any way you can, whether it's an ambassador or directly working at the office yeah, so it's interesting you say that. Um, th- there is certainly the intellectual curiosity and stimulation that comes from research. Mm-hmm. And then I think what you said, there's also a pride in knowing that you are part of something that's making a difference in the day-to-day lives of people. It is. So I, I, I feel that a lot. Uh, I, I love it when um, I'm in the hospital and they're giving a medication that I help, help to develop. Mm-hmm. So I get a little sense of pride. Yeah. You get a little... It's exciting. Popped my step because, yeah. hey, I was involved in that, you know? Yeah. And I knew that drug one was this tall. Yeah. <laughs> so there, there's that neat part of it from a, from the provider standpoint. Uh, we get paid for what we do. That's not bad. We do. It's, you know, again, like we talked about, there's goals to everything. You know, as a provider in the hospital, everyone's busy. Um, and so, you know, if there is... Um, a financial benefit as well. You're helping a patient, you're helping further medicine, and then you're also getting paid for it. And that's, you know, there's a benefit to the work that you're doing. Yeah. And the, and you, you have some specialized knowledge. So to, to transfer that specialized knowledge to patients, Mm -hmm. does that feel good or? It does. It feels good to be able, you know, look at my career and know that all the communications that I've had with everyone has kind of helped bring me to this point where I'm able to comfortably explain things and comfortably say, you know what, I'll find someone that can provide you more information. And I think patients like honesty and, you know, they like to know that someone's confident in what they're telling them. Yeah. So the, the, well, and I'll just take a step back. So we, we learned a lot about community outreach as an organization during the whole COVID crisis. Mm-hmm. So we were very fortunate to be involved in the vaccine development work for for Novavax, Moderna, and Pfizer. Mm-hmm. And um, we put in here in Northeast Florida, probably put in around 1,400 patients in COVID-19 mm-hmm. vaccine studies. Mm-hmm. And obviously that was both uh, – an area that a lot of people rushed towards and an area that a lot of people felt skeptical about. Right. So we had to learn how to communicate to both groups. And for the people that wanted to be part of studies, we sometimes had to say, Oh, you know, there's certain rules about getting into the study and you know um, you have active cancer and as much as we don't want to put you in that you're not the right patient for the study. Right. And then other uh, people, like for example, uh, evangelicals or Mm African-Americans that were more skeptical, we wanted to reach out to them to make sure Mm -hmm. that our studies represented the entire population. Right. So we, we, we learned a lot. And one of the concepts about the ambassador program is to take healthcare providers with different backgrounds and reach out to people that may be more skeptical about research mm-hmm. and being able to identify with those people and help them understand what that value proposition would be to them. Right. So maybe you can speak of that as, you know, a female, uh, nurse practitioner from a rural, rural area. I definitely see a lot of people, um, that are maybe heavily, um, religious and they think that, you know, the, 
medicine isn't real, but you know, what we do is evidence-based practice. It's research-based. It's, it's not a hoax. A lot of people, I think were skeptical because everything came out so quickly, but they didn't know the medicine behind it. They didn't know the researchers and everyone working so hard to fix this global pandemic. Um, and I think that knowing your audience and educating that audience and hitting the topics that they're most concerned about is, you know, how we can bring them back in and say, this is safe. And this is something that can help you. Mm-hmm. I think it's just kind of knowing your audience and what their big, you know, negativity towards the medication or the vaccine is. Yeah. Do you think the the ambassador strategy is an effective strategy overall, uh, particularly uh, to try to approach people based on what their demographic considerations may be? I do, because you have ambassadors that are in at one of our meetings. You know, I met a PA who is in the ER. We have people that are in clinics, nurses, physicians, um, and advanced practice providers. And we all have our own specialty and own, you know, individual um, backgrounds that can bring something different to the table. And um, know, we know our populations that we work with. So what's what's the best way to communicate? And I think that's really important. Yeah. Yeah. Some people say that people will sometimes take messages best from people that look like them or that seem like them. Mm-hmm. I know. Have you had that experience? I think that is true. Mm-hmm. I think that's very true. Um, I think socioeconomic and their level of understanding in medicine. Um, I think religion plays a lot into it as well. Um, even though we're showing you evidence of um, a poor outcome in a scan they, they heavily rely on a miracle because they've seen it somewhere else, but it may be a different disease process that that miracle happened with. So I think it is important to kind of cater your approach to the uh, population that you have in front of you. Fabulous. Yeah. Well, Adrian, I, I've learned a tremendous amount from you. It's always a pleasure. You're a delight. Thank you. thank you for what you do for the ambassador program. Thank you. Thank you for what you do for clinical research. And yeah. we're going to have many, many years of discovering things together and discovering Excited. the truth for our patients. Excited. Thank you. And thank you for your attention. Michelle McCormick, and we want to thank Dr. Michael Corrin for his clinical and research perspective behind the science in this episode of Med Evidence, the truth behind the data.